Jacksonville opens its beaches, sparking fierce debate. Protests erupt around the country in defiance of lockdown orders. And have we found Bigfoot? All that and more coming up right now on the BS Podcast. You're listening to the BS Podcast, where we cover all of the bullshit in the news and more. Now, welcome your hosts, Dave and Zach. Hello and welcome to the BS Podcast, where we talk the absurd, the ridiculous, and yes, the bullshit. I'm Dave, and joining me is my friend and partner, Mr. Zach. Zach, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I am doing fantastic. Uh, <laughs> you know, we, we, every week, Zach, it amazes me how much crap, <laughs> how, oh, yeah. much, how much absurdity there is out there in the world. How big the uh, bullshit pile grows <laughs> every <laughs> single week. Just when we think like there can't be any more, like uh, when we do our show prep, I sit there and I think like there can't be that much more bullshit that we <laughs> haven't already talked about, but it just it keeps growing. So it's absolutely en- endless. Um, now we're going to work on, you know, I was listening back to, to last episode and I do think we need to get some official, uh, the bullshitometer. Um, and we also need a bullshit detector. So <laughs> we got, we got a- <laughs> like a metal detector. We'll just stand there like, like people <laughs> searching for gold on the beach. <laughs> we're searching for shit on the earth. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I was also thinking of something like handheld, like, I don't know if you're a Star Trek fan, like the tricorder. You know, or it'll, it'll like, it'll beep. If, but yeah. yeah, same principle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is, <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, we got a lot, 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 lot to get through. So I will, I will run through those topics, Zach. Uh, we got fear mongering in America's zoos. Dumbest product ever sells out. Puff, puff, pass to who? <laughs> and then we've got, uh, I think, the, the best segment, the, 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 the one constant, Florida news. Florida's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> And then we've got anger around the country, Zach. Pathetic grandstanding. This government official gets it. Tough luck, hoarder. Didn't you watch the movie? And does the CARES Act give a little... Does does the CARES Act care a little too much? Dr. Fauci says, go all in. And have we found Bigfoot? (laughs) My favorite. It's my favorite that we're going to talk about today. Me too. And I say, I guess I saved the best for last. But I'm going to make you... I'm making you wait in anticipation. Yeah. (laughs) Now, Zach, before we go through all those stories, let's talk about some, some hyper-local bullshit going on. How you, what's been going on in your life, buddy? Well, first of all, I have to drag this 100-foot uh, damn cable from like my downstairs <laughs> all the way up to my office where the internet comes into my house because the internet sucks ass and you know we still can't get it to work that great. So apologize in advance if there's any uh, you know, internet issues on our end. But I think the biggest piece of bullshit is... Uh, Saturday, me and my wife celebrated our uh, five-year anniversary. Oh, that, that's, not the bu- that's not the bullshit. <laughs> but we were supposed to go away. We had a trip. Bullshit, home. I've been married so long. Yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to go away to Boston. Uh, we've never been, both of us have never been there. So we were like, let's, let's do that. You know, take a, take a long weekend, go up to Boston. So we had that plan for a few months. And of course, we had to cancel it because of, you know, uh, COVID-19. You know, so the Saturday I was sitting there. And I was like, man, I should be in Boston right now eating a lobster roll, you know, disappointing my wife in the bedroom. And instead, now, <laughs> now I'm like, got to just do what I normally do. It's like sit at home and disappoint my wife in the bedroom for Maryland. So, you know, that's just where we're at. So bullshit. 
Oh, I'm so sorry, buddy. Uh, congratulations. You know, the wife and I actually took oh, yeah. a, a trip to Boston. I don't, I don't know. It wasn't our fifth, but somewhere around there. That when we went up, it was actually, we went up for about a week and it was almost a, I almost want to call it a super trip because we went to Boston, stayed in a hotel, stayed with a friend of ours who lived just outside of Boston, then drove to New York City for about three days because I had a friend there. And uh, then we spent some time in Newport, Rhode Island. So we like oh, nice. did the trifecta. Yeah, we were supposed to go into Boston for a few days and then drive up to Maine. And stay up there for a few days, so I don't want to shit. But that's okay. You know what? <laughs> Flattening the curve, doing our part. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, as for me, uh, nothing too bad. I had an AC issue, and I was really worried that it was going to die, and I'd be in this this hell on earth scape heat. Uh, but luckily, the I was able to get get someone to come out here. He was nice, and he didn't even come inside the house. He fixed fixed my issue oh, in about an hour, and uh, I am good to go. Yeah, I was worried for you, Dave. That's got to be absolute hell. No AC. Florida. Woo. Oh, terrible. I mean, you can't sleep at night. Yeah. It's, it's impossible. All right. So that's all I've got. Do you want to dig into our story? Number one, Zach, let's dive into the shit. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got fear mongering in zoos. Uh, this story from the New York post zoom zoo might feed animals to each other to stay afloat during lockdown. <laughs> okay, okay. Thanks. Every, everything's going backwards. You know, it's like, let's pull these animals out. Do they even know how to hunt? Like, what are they going to do? Like throw the, I don't know. I don't know. I, I read the article. It didn't specifically say what they were feeding the one animal, but like, what, what are they going to do? Just like throw the port hogs into like a cage with a lion and just like, what the, <laughs> <laughs> just be, go do your thing, man. Yeah. And doing all of that without a crowd. I mean, what's the point? I had a, growing up, I had a, my sister dated this, you know, bad boy or whatever. And he had this giant <laughs> pet snake. And um, I went over there. He's like, you want to help feed him? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And he had to like take the, the mice and actually like throw them against the ground and like paralyze them before he put them in, the, in this cage with the snake because he's, cause there was like a point where the, the mice were actually eating the snake. And I'm like, this is going to be a situation at the zoo where this happens, where they're going to like put a warthog in with a lion or something <laughs> and the warthog is going to start attacking the lion and it's, they're going to be like, Oh shit, what do we do now? <laughs> Cause so, you know, it's like, what's that? Could the snake just not catch it within the cage or something? He just or? wasn't hungry. He was just like laying there and not eating them. And then the rat mice would just like start biting at the snake. So strange. Now, yeah. what do you think of snakes as pets? I wanted a snake so fucking bad when I was younger. Um, not anymore, but when I was younger, I wanted a snake so bad. And I finally <laughs> convinced my dad to take me to the pet store and let me get a snake. And as soon as he saw me, he was like, hell no, no. <laughs> I think I came home with a guinea pig or something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, man. Stupid. Yeah. Not, in my opinion, snakes are not pets. They're, they no. really should. I, I just, other than the fact that they serve a function, I think they should all, they should be eradicated from the yeah. earth. <laughs> <laughs> what function do they, I guess, eat rodents, but you know. Yeah, they cats, eat. I guess they eat rodents too. Yeah, I know. Well, we could. We got rat poison for that, right? Well, yeah. What's we? It's the same thing with alligators. I mean, they're just they're vile creatures that should yeah. be eliminated. Uh, but yeah, actually, I think I might have said this was an American zoo. Although I have heard that from an American zoo, but this one actually comes from Germany. It says, uh, "We've listed." There's a quote here, director of the zoo. We've listed the animals we'll have to slaughter first. <laughs> This kind of thing has happened before. I mean, not, I don't know if they did it out of necessity, but I can like clearly remember seeing the story of a zoo that did this before, like where a giraffe died and instead of just, you know, thrown away, they, they cut up the giraffe and put it in the lion's den. Yeah, that's you know not I mean? so bad. 
that's not so bad, but it's like you're walking down like you're a guest at the zoo and you just come from the, the giraffe tent and then you see a lion eating. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> now, I mean, for me, the, the, the bullshit here is that this is just, this is fear mongering and a way to raise money. The, the, the zoo says they need a, I don't know, they need about $200,000 or something. Like, you know, feeding these animals isn't cheap and that's where a good portion no, of- did you uh, see Tiger King? He had to go get the, the yeah. leftover expired meat from the Walmart to feed the tigers. It's just not cheap at all. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, how, that's how what they should do. They should take a lesson from Joe Exotic and go down to their local. I don't know if they have WalMarts and you know wherever this was. I think it was Germany or something like that. But uh, you know, go down to the local whatever and get some expired food and just feed them that. Yeah, I mean, Germans eat a lot of meat. They eat a lot of pork. You just go to, or yeah. even just go to a slaughterhouse and be like, just give me your scraps. Yeah, the thing you normally throw out. Yeah. <laughs> so I just, I just don't like this kind of. You know, if we don't get money, we're going to have to kill them all, you yeah. know. <laughs> all right. This is just like pump the brakes a little bit. I'm sure someone will step up and, and fund the zoo to make sure you, it doesn't become a like Lord of the Flies or 100%, something. Yeah, 100% Lord of the Flies. <laughs> all right, Zach, let's move on. Now, you mentioned my haircut. And uh, one of the ideas that I actually it had jokingly was, you know, if worse comes to worse, I'll just go out and get myself a Floby, which is, you know, the stupidest product of all time. Little did I know the, the company is still in existence and come to find out they are sold out and on yeah. back order because everyone kind of had the same idea. How yeah. funny is this? Who the hell's buying a Floby prior COVID-19 pandemic <laughs> pocket? You know what I mean? They probably had like a, a warehouse or like a, a, not even a warehouse. The guy probably had his basement full of like five of them. <laughs> and all of a sudden he got 10 orders. He's like, shit. <laughs> I got to start making them. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, back there, the back order is 10 orders. It's not like yeah, a new Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. <laughs> All I can think about is Wayne's World when they put the thing on Garth's head. <laughs> and it's like sucking his brain up into it. <laughs> Weirdest product ever. Now, oh, if, you go, if you go on flowbee.com, and the guy you said in the, in the, in the garage or the basement, whatever it was, I mean, you, you, you see the picture, he's the owner. It looks like exactly what you would, who you would yeah. think the owner of the Flowbee is. <laughs> <laughs> um now you i got the prices up here that the the big it's 140 dollars for one unit that comes with a it's called the flow system with the super mini vac uh, and then there are there are smaller versions of that one is a hundred dollars and the, the cheapest one is 55 dollars. what do you th- think that's worth I, I don't think i would use it to cut my own hair i would <laughs> i think i would definitely use it to cut my dog's hair oh it's you not a bad I mean? idea I don't, I don't know if i'd use it to cut mine though one i'm going bald so it wouldn't really work with me anyway but I don't know, 140 bucks. I'll just, I got a pair of clippers. I'll do it myself. Yeah. I've got, um, because I was thinking of that too. I have just, what I had my wife use was just my, my beard trimmer, which had, you know, that goes to a length mm-hmm. of about half inch or so. Yeah. Um, I don't have, and I was looking at the prices for actual hair cutting clippers with, with all the attachments and stuff. It could run you, you know, 70, 80 bucks. I'd much rather get those than buy the stupid floppy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, they could just like have like your vacuum in one hand and your buzzers in one other. <laughs> it's the same thing. So, <laughs> oh, great stuff! It's just to me that was just a funny, a funny blast from the past. You never yeah. know what's going <laughs> to pop up again. You know, I hadn't thought of the Floby for for years until <laughs> you know my my barber's gone and uh, what am I going to do? Kind of a thing. You don't have to tip the Floby. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, what you it gets going to give you the worst haircut ever there's no yeah. way you would tip it even if you could <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right, Zach, let's move on. Yesterday was 420 day, which uh, has, has a, uh, is an important day for many um, people who like to, <laughs> like, to, like to smoke a little weed. It is uh, the, the chill day, the celebration day. And, you know, we couldn't do it this year just in the ways you couldn't go on your anniversary trip. We couldn't have our 420 celebration, Zach. This, is, this has got a lot of people down. Uh, and, and as you point out, it's very hard to puff, puff, pass from six feet away. Yeah, you're going to puff, puff, pass to yourself. <laughs> it's the highest <laughs> anyone's ever gotten because they have no one to pass to but themselves. Uh, I, like- I did drive past the dispensary near my house. And I mean, the line wrapped around the block. Oh, is this still open? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's just still deemed an essential business up here, I guess, because it's medical. It's for medical purposes only. You know, so they it's almost like if they cut down a farm, you know, shut down a farm, they can't shut down a pharmacy. Yeah, so. it's the same exact thing. Yeah, <laughs> Give me a break. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. so um so yeah, the line wrapped around the block and I was driving past and uh it was so funny because it was like this is the most business they're doing because they can't let that many people in at one time anyway. Oh yeah. When there's a, a giant influx of customers anyway, because it's you know the weed smoking, you know, holiday, but, uh, you know, it was funny just, just seeing that line that damn long, you know, de- <laughs> definitely no social distancing there. No. Weed every day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Especially on 420. So that makes sense. So the dispensaries are keeping open. So I guess it was the, uh, like in pl- places like Colorado or in DC, wherever it's, it's legal to sell without a prescription, all those places were shuttered then. Yeah. Like in California, Colorado. Okay. I see. So it's at least an essential business if you have a uh, disp- if you're a dispensary. Now, um, is it has that been a? <laughs> I mean, we're gonna get over this, right? I mean, I don't. Uh, is it really that? I mean, what do you do? You just get is people just have parties? I guess is that what it is? I don't know, man. I, I I've never actually full on celebrated. Uh, like had a big party, but that's what it seems to me. I mean, you just go on social media and you see people posting big uh, giant bags of uh, of herb and talking about smoking it. So I, I guess that's what the that's what happens. You know, yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just calling BS on the whole 420 thing because all you really see are people just just doing it themselves, right? So I don't maybe know how the hell it got started in the first place. Like who decided the 20th of April was the day that we're all gonna just blaze up and get like it's extremely high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, why did they pick that day? Yeah. Uh, and this that story that we we're referencing came from the Huffington Post, and it was about somebody who owned a store. And he he sells watches that are permanently set to four twenty, so you're always on four twenty time. <laughs> I guess. Point of that. Oh, I yeah, got That's it. pretty stupid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what time is it? Oh, it's four twenty. And you ask the guy, you know, two hours later, and he gives you the same answer. It's like, all right. <laughs> it's like all of um. There was an episode of Parks and Rec where the guy had like, the watch on and like it came up and it said 420 and like it started playing like Cypress Tony's like, oh, I got a meeting. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. All right, Zach, let's move on to Florida news. Uh, first, first story here, villages resident arrested for driving golf cart on U.S. Highway uh, 27441. Not that anybody cares about that, but the biggest thing here, well, the funniest thing, number one, he's in a golf cart on the road, and then he, they measured his breath, and he had a BAC of .339, which is astronomical. I would have paid good money to see that guy driving his golf cart down the highway and the cops just like radio back and forth to each other. Like the, the helicopters up there looking at him like, like the guy is drunk, but there he goes. <laughs> fucking well, not zoom, but like slowly, like, you know, <laughs> down the highway. Oh yeah. But I'm curious when he, 
we got pulled over. What his what his reply would be, you know? Oh, my God. oh man, he said he was on his way home course. after work. <laughs> Say again. You just go to the golf course, man. The golf course. Yeah, I'm just golfing. <laughs> no, he actually said he was he was on his way home after working at at Lowe's Home Improvement Store. So that's a hell hell of a shift going on is that there. What they're doing, yeah. Is that what they're doing at Lowe's Home Improvement? <laughs> just getting tanked in the back room. Like, you know. <laughs> uh, now I did the calculations here for a 200 pound man. This is the to, to reach that BAC level um, was I believe 15 drinks, 15 beers in th- in three hours, which is quite a bit. That was quite a bit of beers. It'd be <laughs> pop down a 30 pack in six hours. Because, <laughs> uh, yeah, because what we're looking at, the, the legal limit is uh, 0. 0.8, or I'm yeah. sorry, 0. 0.08. Um, and we're, you know, we're much higher than that. I mean, well, although, I mean, the legal limit, it's not like you're, you're not drunk at the legal limit. No, not at all. I mean, I used to have a keychain, you know, that, you, that was like a breathalyzer keychain. And we would all like, you know, get drunk and like wait to see, you know. <laughs> everyone see who hit 0.08 faster and it would be like not that long you know what i mean you wouldn't yeah. feel that drunk at 0.08 what do you look what do you, would you estimate it is like three or four drinks probably i'd say that i don't know i use a calculator like online i don't have the breathalyzer anymore there's like a calculator you can go to online where you say that you put in your height your weight your gender what you were drinking when you started drinking and what time, like how much time has passed and it'll yeah. tell you your blood alcohol content. And there's been times that I've been out and I've been like, I feel I am fucked up right now. And I put in what I drunk and it's like 0.06. I'm like, that cannot be right. I'm like that cannot be right. I know, <laughs> I know I'm above a 0.08 right now. I still should not drive. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And f- actually um, I have, you can get an app on your phone as well. I've that's been handy for whenever we're, I'm out far away from home or something at a place where, where the beers are flowing so I can kind of keep, keep a check on myself. Oh, yeah. Being a uh, responsible but, human being, Dave. <laughs> In no way did I approach 0.339. <laughs> All right, Zach, let's get to the most con- possibly the most contentious topic of the day. Jacksonville area beaches open over the weekend to, oh, wow, I mean, just, just a, a yell at each other kind of a fight. I mean, I'm sure you saw this all over social media. Oh, uh, yeah. Flor- Hashtag Florida morons trended number one on Twitter over the weekend uh, for, you know, being stupid and opening up the beaches. On the other hand, people are pointing out a lot of where these people are, uh, say, New York City, showing video of of people just as congregated in the parks around New York City and all around the place and also uh, loosening restrictions on boating. Uh, I saw that for uh, uh, New York, New Jersey, possibly Connecticut. Uh, I know you're in Maryland. You said that uh, are, are you guys still not allowed to boat up there? So I'm not sure about the bonals up here. The boat that I always use is my dad's and he, he, that's like three hours away in ocean yeah. city, which is all locked down anyway. So no one's down there. He, he okay. hasn't even put his boat in the water yet. I know that some people have not been allowed to, I think that, um, the thing is in Maryland, like most people that do recreational boating, there's like a lot of like pop-up islands that go on in like the Chesapeake Bay and places like that. And a lot of people like congregate there. You know, there's this one thing in the Magathy River called the Island. Okay. And that's every weekend during the summer that is just packed with boats and people. I mean, you know what I mean? No one, no one is, is, is separate is doing social distancing and somewhere like that. <laughs> no, no, not at all. So I think that's, that's the issue with boating in Maryland. I mean, it, there's nothing wrong. I don't think we've gone out and fishing. I mean, you're staying, you know, you, you cannot get within six feet of another boat if you're fishing, you know what I mean? Or crabbing. Yeah, without crashing. What, whatever, yeah. So, uh, you know, there's no point. It's, it's kind of like the beach thing. You know, I think about the beach and like when I go and sit on the beach, I don't sit six feet 
near anybody else. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm usually at least six feet away from other people sitting on the beach. You know, I yeah, think great point. And one of the things that, uh, that they did, um, and just reading here from the article here on the Hill, uh, Ron DeSantis to ease restrictions. And uh, one of the things here was uh, the easing are still, uh, okay, it still banned people from bringing towels and chairs uh, to prevent large congregations and, and limited the hours. So, so you can only go a certain time in the morning and a certain time in the evening. You can't hang on there like basically at, it was, I think it was like between 6 a.m. and 11 and then like 5 and 8 in the afternoon. Um, so, yeah, I mean, look, you, you can go in the water if you want. I mean, but you can't bring a towel. I don't know. Yeah, um, but it's mostly just for you, you can plop on the sand for a bit, but it's really just it's a walk. Treat it like, yeah. like, it, like it's yeah. a park, you know, and it, no matter how many, unless it's completely jam packed. I mean, you're out there, you've got a distance, you have the blazing Florida sun and a, yeah. and a breeze blowing things out. I don't see what the big deal is here. No, I don't. I think, I think that COVID-19 is going to get spread a lot faster among the protests than it is with, at an open beach. Yeah. Like you said, you know, no one's sitting six feet apart on a beach. If, you know, you can't, like you said, you can't bring towels or anything. People are just going to be walking. It's a public park. They haven't closed down public parks, at least around me, they haven't. You know what I mean? It's. I don't, I don't see the big issue with opening the beaches. No, I think this is completely overblown. And, uh, you know, sure, we, we like to make fun of, we make, like to make fun of Florida and Florida people, but I, I don't think this is a, I mean, at some point, I mean, you, it, it becomes the kind of thing where it's like anyone who does anything or loosens any restriction, there's going to be people on the other side saying, no, you can't, no, you can't, no, you can't, you're stupid. I mean, you, what, do we just do this forever? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We never opened the beach. Like there was that story. I, I don't know if it was a week or two ago. Um, I think we hit on where Fauci said, you know, we'll get back to normal when there are no, no new infections. What yeah. kind of bullshit is that? What the hell is that going to be? <laughs> yeah. So we, we've got to get something, something reasonable here. So I, I think we're actually in agreement. So we think the bullshit is maybe uh, those people pushing that Florida morons. Yeah. Hashtag I, I, people like I that. Think, I think the beach is opening is like a good first step to try to get like society back to where it is. I mean, I don't think things can open up a hundred percent right away. You know, they did. This is like a good first step to like getting people back into the public and getting some sense of like a normal life back without having the really risk, you know, a really big jump in that uh, COVID-19 curve. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I'm worried about that, that second wave or even a third wave I've heard about. Yeah. She's, and I think that's that's a good point. I mean, this is kind of it's a good baby step. The one thing I did see in, in uh, that I didn't like in one of the articles was uh, right near the beach, a restaurant had opened. So naturally, everyone was congregating right around that restaurant. I think that's not smart. I think that's a little yeah, that's pushing it. Yeah, fine. Let them go to the beach, and then you get in the car and you go home or wherever yeah. off to if, where. But if, not if I like, go to a bar or a restaurant and you can social if there and there's like enough it's sparse enough that you can social distance and that's a pretty lame night at the bar you know what i mean like yeah yeah so and you know the second restaurants are open everything is going to get so damn crowded that that that's going to be a weird step that i'm not smart enough to understand how no. that works <laughs> but um just opening bars and restaurants right now is not going to work you know it's it's going to spread the it's going to spread the virus absolutely well i hope we i hope this um I hope nothing bad comes out of this. And this was maybe the first step forward. Yeah. Uh, particularly in Florida. I mean, if there's one thing, we, there's nowhere. To, I mean, you can go to parks and you can hike sort of, but the beach is the thing. This is where you want to go, especially as, as where things. The hell are you gonna, where, where, is there really hiking in Florida? I mean, where are you going to go? Like the Everglades? 
<laughs> you could do that. I mean, there are yeah. there are parks. It's just it's flat. I mean, there's no. Yeah, it's, not yeah, like, yeah. it's just a you know, it's a walking trail. It's not. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I mean. Like the beaches are like Florida's like parks essentially. You know? Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, there are some places inland where you can go, but it's really secondary to just wanting to go out to the beach. So, yeah. please, please, I hope you made the right decision. So, and uh, as Zach says, this is our this is kind of the beginning of getting yeah. back to somewhat kind of a normal. All right, Zach, let's move on to our next story. Daddy, you're going to go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> story of a, a pair of gynecologists in Florida who walked onto a neighbor's property with kids in tow and uh, stole a Trump flag off the property, all caught on video. <laughs> How stupid is this? Oh, I know. Now, I want to know, were they stealing it because they wanted it or were they stealing it because they were like, you know, liberal and they didn't want to see the Trump flag? Yeah, I hate Trump. They can't they couldn't bear to have a flag in their presence. So they had to go there in the middle of the night with bringing their kids with them to to, to steal it. <laughs> Can you imagine those parents like talking to their kids like, look, I'm going to teach you two things. One, it's OK to break onto someone's private property and steal things in the middle of the night if it offends you. And the other, I'm going to teach you how to take care of your vagina. You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm an expert. Yeah. I'm an expert on both matters. So (laughs) it's, uh, you can see that there's a video with all the audio was caught and the kids, the kids are literally saying, you guys are going to go to jail. You're going to get in trouble. Don't do this. And the parents like, shut up, shut up. We got this under control. (laughs) That's so funny when, when there's a medical doctor that is, that two medical children, doctors. two medical doctors that have children that are smarter than they are. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, I'm not a woman. I don't need to go to a gynecologist. But if I was, I would probably stay clear of them too. I know, right? I mean, these are the people. It's so funny, right, to see other like uh, professionals, you know, in a different context. And you know, you're supposed to have a respect for these people. We we kind of elevate their status, and they're nothing more than just political creeps and yeah. criminals, you know? Oh, my God. It was like the first time I remember, like, because when you're younger and you're in school and you, like, look at teachers as these authority figures, I remember the first time I went to a party and there was someone my age there that was a teacher. I'm like, what do you do for a living? Like, I'm a teacher. I'm like, what? <laughs> Get out of here. You know what I mean? It was like, that was like the weird, like, mind-blowing, like, part when you see people of authority and doing, like, shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're like you're not a real human being. You're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're just this one role that I imagine you to. You're not really yeah. allowed to do anything else. Uh, <laughs> it's like that's not true. I'm not only a doctor. I'm also a thief. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, just just a horrible, horrible example. I hope. Uh, I just hope whatever they're if they have they're in the same practice or whatever. I hope it, I hope this spreads throughout the community and their business dies. That's that's my hope here. Damn, <laughs> a little harsh. Get out. Get him the hell out of here. There you go. Perfect one. That's a great one. Yeah, get him the hell out of here. All right. I mean, let me ask you this. I mean, do you think, I mean, does a, if it wasn't a Trump flag or if it was just, just whatever, it's just someone, you, some politician you didn't like, would you go onto someone's lawn and, or property and, and take it? No. Crazy, right? Yeah. Hell no. There I mean, was maybe. One, <laughs> there was one time I was growing up and someone, played like one of my high school friends played a prank on me and they like uh it was like around election season and you know like around like all the voting places there's all like the the political signs like yeah yeah for whatever like stuck all around like in the middle of the night like one of my friends went to like one of those places and took like all of the signs and they like put them all like around (laughs) (laughs) it's like it's like are you gonna get in trouble for doing that man (laughs) oh that's great uh so i guess if it's on well it depends where it is if it's on public property yeah, because you see those along the road, and yeah. I definitely, 
I got no problem with that. If you see one by the side of the road and you don't like who it is, go ahead and take it. That's, I think that's fair game. <laughs> but not on someone's lawn. That's, that's a different story. That's pushing it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our next one. To leash or not to leash? We're still on Florida news here. Florida man shot hospitalized over dispute over unleashed dog, police say. A man was walking his dog in his neighborhood, uh, and uh, he's walking his dog without a leash. And the dog, and now this other guy got really mad uh, and uh, took out his gun and shot him. I guess <laughs> I got into a, into a, into this argument. Now it says here that the dog did not approach the guy, the neighbor. It didn't act aggressively toward him, but uh, the county has a law saying all dogs must uh, be on a leash at all times. So, kind of two things here. <laughs> um, what do you think of uh, well? What do you think of this reaction? Number one, and uh, what do you think of leash laws in general? <sighs> It's it's giving you know it's it's seriously giving like gun owners a bad a bad rap with this when this kind of shit happens. Yeah, you know what I mean like what 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 in the hell is the point of you pulling out a gun and, and shooting someone because they don't have their dog on a leash? It's it's stupid. It doesn't make any sense. There are people in this country that like are gun owners that are like truly responsible people, and you know they're just following their rights as an American citizen and that's fine. But then you get these assholes that have like a fucking armory in their basement and they're like, I cannot wait. I'm like, I cannot wait for my time to get my gun and go out. It's like, you see, it's like people in the protests are walking around with like straight, like these 500 pound people walking around with, with fucking uh, bulletproof vest and like that's a whole arsenal rifles. And they're yeah. like, you know, like this is my, I've been waiting for this for years. You know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's bullshit, man. Like what, what, what is the point of you pulling out a gun and shooting someone? Cause his, his dog is off a leash. This is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, Yeah. uh, Agree 100%. And I think your points are very, very well made. And, uh, and it does, it does give ammo. (laughs) It gives ammo to the people (laughs) who are, who are essentially asking for more gun restrictions because their argument is like, look, you know, just some, some guy who might just be, just be an asshole. It can just be an asshole by himself. But if that asshole can get his hands on a gun, then look what happens here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It sucks. It's like everyone needs a weapon, you know, nowadays. I wish, like, like I used to listen, grow up listening to my dad talk about how, like, when he was in school, he's like, man, I, I think I got into a fist fight every day. Like, when I was growing up, like, that shit didn't happen because it was no. like, oh, that kid's got a, a knife on him or something like that. It's like everyone needs a weapon now. And it's like, like, why? Like, why do you need to pull out a, a weapon for a situation like this? It makes no sense. No. And I think, um, you know, I think proving the fact that uh, that the story here, because you're like, well, how do you know what the dog did? It says didn't approach Scott, didn't act aggressively towards him. I think the proof that the dog didn't attack the guy with the gun is probably proof enough that this dog was not a problem at all. Yeah. And was if the just, dog, if the dog was going to attack the guy, he would have shot the dog. Exactly. Right. He wouldn't have shot the owner. Yep. All this, yeah, all this for nothing because clearly the dog wasn't a problem. Now I want to know what you think about. I know you, you're a dog owner. I'm a dog owner. I want to know what you think about leash laws in my area. I believe uh, basically every city, and I know for sure the county that I'm in has a has a leash law. Now I live in a uh, in a townhome complex. We have a lot of common areas, and um, my dog is not on a leash most of the time unless yeah. it's at unless it's at night or early well, in the morning where she'll chase the deer out. So what what do you think about leash laws your and do your you dog must them? be better than mine, you know. <laughs> I always keep my dog on a leash cuz he'll run away and never come back. Um, <laughs> you know, I there is like like rule. I don't know if it's a law, but it's more of rules, you know, like there's a public park that we walk my dog and there's signs, you know, your dog must be leashed, clean yeah, up yeah. your dog's shit, that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> you know, I would love to be able to let my dog off the leash and take a Frisbee and, you know, like let him catch a Frisbee and run back to me and things like that. Um, and I 
I probably would. I mean, if there was other people around me with their pets, I probably wouldn't let them off the leash just because you don't know what other people's pets are going to do. Yeah, like yeah. My dad, for instance, my dad has like this black lab and she's like his shadow and he, he, he doesn't keep her on the leash almost ever, you know, like the, their place, they don't have a fence around their yard and he just opens the door, lets her go out and go to the bathroom and then come back in and she's fine. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, depends on the dog, right? But it depends on the dog. And I guess that's why the laws or rules exist because you know, like you and your dog's fine. You're like, well, I can keep her off leash, but then there's gotta be some asshole out there with like a very aggressive dog or something. That's like, well, I'm not keeping mine on a leash either. You know what I mean? And then it's what stops that dog from, you know, running off and hurting somebody or whatever. It's kind of a big, it's, it's a bigger issue, right? About why we have mm-hmm. laws and why we have rules. Cause they're not really for most of us. So I guess I consider it, I consider it a gray area because you know, my dog's okay. And we, we take her to parks and uh, there's, there's a couple that we go to that uh, I don't, she's, she's just off the leash. And I, cause I know that she can't really get away. She doesn't care about bothering anybody. She just wants to go like chase a rabbit or something. Yeah. And she isn't aggressive, but yeah, you're right though. There's some like some dog, it's, it just only takes one time, right? For yeah. some dog to come running in and either attack somebody or whatever, or just scare the bejesus out of them. It's definitely a gray area for sure. And I guess, I guess that's why the rules, the laws and rules exist. Cause they, they want to stop, you know, like, you know, aggressive dogs from doing it. But I, I don't know what the answer would be. I don't know what the other alternative would be. Well, we know it's not pulling out a gun and shooting someone. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not. Jeez. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, Zach, let's move on here to, uh, as you, you, were, you were mentioning, protests here. So let's get to that story. New, this story comes from informedamerican.com. You can check out New Jersey woman charged with violating stay-at-home orders for organizing a protest. Now, she, this is funny. This is almost like Catch-22 because, or, or yeah. almost Orwellian because you, you have a stay-at-home order and you can't protest the stay-at-home order because protesting it is, it, is itself a violation of the stay-at-home order. So you're kind of just going in circles here. See, yeah, this is a gray area for me because I it is a right to protest. And if you want to go out and protest, then you know what? That, that's your right as an American. Yeah. Do I, do I necessarily agree with them right now? No. But no one should be arrested for doing it. Because it's you're right. It's almost like at this point, the state is just using the COVID-19 laws to like arrest people for their basic American rights. Exactly. And that, that's getting to the point where it's taking it too far. You know, my whole thing with the protests is, like I said earlier, it's like you see these people clearly packed in like sardines. You know what I mean? There's <laughs> going to be some shit spread through there. No, there's no distancing there. No, 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 no. Not at all. And like, I know I've seen videos from Maryland. I know there was one I sent you where the guy down in Annapolis in our state's capital, you know, there was a guy that pulled his car up to a red light and jumped out of his car to protest and didn't put his car in park and his car fucking ran over the motorcycle <laughs> in front of him. And Are you gonna um, be able to, can we play this one for the audience? So they can yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll play it right now. Um, but yeah, and it's, it's just shit like that where it's like, man, like, and the whole thing is people saying like disobey authority, disobey authority. I'm like, okay, it, the group of people saying this are the same people that like when someone gets shot by a police that say like you should have obeyed authority. You know what I mean? It's like oh, it, there's point. this catch. There's this like catch. Tw- like, I don't know. It's just this weird flip-flop situation where it's like, yes, there, there are things that are going wrong in this country now. There are, there are rights that are being taken away. And, and it's, but like at the same time, we do need to think about how this virus is being spread. I don't know what the answer is to all that, but like, just we need to use some fucking common sense. If you get out of your car to protest, put your car in park. 
<laughs> Do I know one what's sense. going on here? Because the guy's in the guy's in the Jeep and then some other guy like stumble bumbles into I don't know. I don't know what happened. But yeah, it's almost like he like drunk, like ran over to his car, like, hey man, look yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> and then like the guy gets out and runs after him. And the funny thing is, like you can see when the car hits the motorcycle in front of him, the guy just like keeps running away, like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, luckily, it didn't look like anyone was hurt. But um, no, yeah, I don't think so. It was just it was hilarious. You know, it was just a hilarious. It was more funny than anything, you know. An insurance company, you know, deal with more of a headache <laughs> for them. But no one got hurt. Oh yeah, but that's going, true. But you know, going back to the the original story we talked about, <laughs> I I don't think she should have been arrested. Like that, that's just going too far. Charged, whatever it was, you know. Well, I mean? that's the thing, though. I mean, it literally is a violation of the stay at home order. Yeah, and that's the question, right? I mean, I don't know. How else? Normally, protest is a way of you getting that message across. So it's like now, as you maybe you said, maybe off the top, you know, this is now basically a, the way for the state to crack down on dissent. Because yeah. what else do you do? I mean, I don't, and I, I don't know if you've if you've heard of this, and I'm just thinking of this now, but I'm pretty surprised, and it may have happened, but I haven't heard about it about lawsuits challenging these stay-at-home orders. Have there been any? Have you heard of anything like that? I'm surprised someone hasn't I, just sued. Yeah, I haven't heard of any, but. Because what is constitutional about a stay-at-home order, if you, if you kind of think about it? Now, we all understand common sense-wise, but where does it say w- w- that you can lock, basically lock someone in their home? How is that allowed? Yeah, it's, it's not. It's, you, know, you can't make someone a prisoner. Um, but I guess, it, it, like, to me, I think it depends on, like, how far governors are taking it. Like, I think Governor Hogan in Maryland has been doing a, a, an excellent job of, like, making orders, but also keeping things a little bit, you know, lenient to the point where people can still feel like they need, they can like live their lives. You know what I mean? Good. Where like, but compared to like the Michigan governor, Oh Christ. You know I mean, that kind of shit, like, or the, whatever, you know, she, um, uh, was just taking things way too far. Yeah. And roping like, off sections in the anger, store. You know what I mean? It's, it's just, it just doesn't make sense, man. You know, the leaders, they got to do what's right. And they got to do what they need to do to, you know, protect us. But, um, granted, I, that's why I'm not a governor. Cause you know, I'm, I'm too stupid to do that kind of, uh, <laughs> kind of decisions, but you know, no, I think you'd make a fine governor. <laughs> uh, well, I tell you what, you wouldn't be as stupid as the Michigan governor. What <laughs> he's been doing. I mean, it's just, it, all she's doing is just pissing people off at this point. Oh yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I think to your point, uh, no, I agree with all that. And I think Florida has been really well done to be honest. It's been pretty it's been pretty common sense, so I've, I've got no complaints here. We're pretty free to, to do what we want to do within reason, um, and uh, I, th- I think that's the way to approach it, not, not roping off seeds so you can't well, – I mean, food is essential, so I would think a seed would qualify, but you never know. Yeah. Unbelievable. Now, there's uh, uh, this is not the only protest. I mean, we've seen these – they're basically all around the country. Oh, yeah. And – the problem is, yeah, I mean, what, what are they? Sh- I can understand you protesting government overreach, and I think that's really what's going on. I think, I think say, if, um, if people in Florida, I haven't really seen very many of them. I don't know what, if there's a lot in Maryland. It seems to be the states where they feel like the, the government is overreaching and maybe pushing a little too far, and that's generating the anger. That's my read. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that too. I mean, I think the protests that were in Maryland weren't as massive as some of the ones that I've seen in Virginia or, you know, Michigan, but, um, just people still, you know, frustrated, which I understand, but you're not going to see me out there because I don't want to get COVID-19. So. No. 
<laughs> I'm not an idiot. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was there was one idiot in, in Tallahassee who was arrested for uh, he a man in cases man in cases arms in concrete in protest yes. of prison conditions. So this is almost this is hilarious on a lot of different uh. levels because. He's not protesting, say, you know, the government's out of control. He wants, he's protesting so that the inmates will get released so they don't get yeah. sick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think we're on board with that bullshit. <laughs> I guess he, I guess he didn't see the, the story about that guy we talked about last week that got out and then uh, committed all those crimes and went right yeah. back to jail. Well, you know, I bet he saw it and doesn't care. That's what I think. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, he's stupid enough to encase his arms in, in concrete. <laughs> Like, yeah, well, that's what it, you would think it would be something rather permanent, right? Yeah. But not. I mean, he just chickened out here. It says Tallahassee police officers attempted to talk uh, the man's name out of, out of the protest because he had the power to remove himself from the barrels. But ultimately, authorities brought in a jackhammer to break the concrete that surrounded his hands over a period of two hours. So it wasn't like, you know, it, now if he went in and he put his hands in wet concrete and he said, this is my protest. <laughs> I can respect that because you're committed to the cause. Yeah. But this is just grandstanding. If you're, you can get out at any time, what the hell's oh, that? Yeah. It's like, I, I refuse. Know. So it would have been funny if it would have like hard, if he, if he would have did something wrong and like his arms would have like been in the barrels. He's like, oh shit, I can't get my arms out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. With the jackhammer, like <laughs> that's got to suck. Like, what if that jackhammer hits your arm and <laughs> chops your arm off or something? <laughs> oh man. Just don't, don't do it. Just go yeah. away. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so I thought that one was was pretty funny. Now there's another one here of the uh, uh, topic here. This government official gets it. This comes from the New York Post. Kenyan governor blasted over plans to include Hennessy in coronavirus care packages. I think this is smart. I got no oh, problem man. with this. Yeah, guy likes to, guy likes to get Henny drunk. So um, and uh, you know he's just being a, a good uh, a good leader, <laughs> sending out booze. <laughs> he's gonna yeah. He's everyone's gonna get a well look. <laughs> we're all drinking alcohol here you know where there's not much else to do i can't have my 420 party um so at least i need some booze and he's quoted here saying it sounds like sound scientific research he says from the research that has been conducted by the world health organization we know their spot was clean on this thing the whole time um in various health organizations it has been revealed that alcohol plays a very major role in killing the virus or any sort of virus said it uh, the man said that the governor said in a clip tweeted by a citizen TV Kenya. I mean, we didn't, we went over these very stories, Zach, we yeah, about yeah. hand sanitizer. There was the doctor there about, you know, gargling some, some bur or some whiskey in the back of your throat to kill the virus. I think this is sound medical policy. <laughs> oh yeah, it is sound medical policy. I think the bullshit <laughs> thing here is that he just, that he said, Hen you use Hennessy to kill the virus when it's only got 40% alcohol. Like, just say what you're saying. Like, I'm just being a nice guy and I'm sending out some Henny so some people can get drink some yak and, you know, have a good time. Like, just say that. Yeah. Look, yeah. I'm, I just want everyone. Yeah. I want to make every. It's like, um, you know, instead of a bottle of Hennessy, it was just like a, a brownie or something. You know, it's just something to make you happy. It's like, oh, yeah. it's kind of like, it's like an extra, extra little thingy, you know, to make yeah. you feel better. So I, oh, I got yeah. no problem with this because it's there to, it's there to, to lift your spirits, right? Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. So I call bullshit on everybody that condemns this. Yeah, I agree with that too. All right. Uh, are, do you have any more on that one? Or are you good? Nope. That's it. He's a good You're man. Good. <laughs> He's a good leader. 
All right, let's move on to tough luck, hoarder. Store boss flips off coronavirus hoarder asking for $10,000 in toilet paper refund. Screw you. We talked but about this. This story comes from Australia. The guy bought $10,000. This is Australian dollars, so I don't, I don't have my uh, currency converter in front of me. I uh, bought 10000 worth of toilet paper and other supplies that he stockpiled, uh, including uh, hand sanitizer. Shows up back at the store. Hey, man, can I get my refund? I don't need all this stuff. <laughs> flips him off. They just pulled a Trump. Get him out of here. <laughs> yeah, get him out of here. Get him the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, man. What a dick. What a dick. First of all, like, <laughs> doing it like that, what an asshole. Like, why would you, like, do that? Like, just trying to profit off of this situation. You know what I mean? It's like the point where, like, capitalism goes too far. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's like, you know, the backbone of our economy. But, like, you know, even though it was didn't happen in this country. But still, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> man, like, it just comes to the point where it's like you didn't do anything wrong by like a law standpoint, but you're just right. a dick and you're an asshole. And I'm glad that guy gave him the finger and didn't refund any money. You know yep. what I mean? And they're, they're kind of, you've seen that. I remember when all this shit started to go down, like you would see like signs up in like grocery stores and like around, at least around here that would say like, we are not accepting refunds for these type of products that have been bought during the COVID-19 pandemic. Cause yeah. they don't want this kind of shit to happen to them. You know? Absolutely. That's the right policy. <sighs> This is ridiculous. This is a toilet paper. This is a toilet paper that, that can uh, could have gone to anybody else who may have needed it. What a jerk! You're stuck with it for life, buddy. Yeah, have fun. You'll never have to buy toilet paper again for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah. Ten thousand dollars worth. I can't park my car in the garage. It's yeah, <laughs> full of toilet paper. <laughs> That's why we don't have any toilet paper here. Exactly. This Bar jackass in Australia. <laughs> what a bunch of bullshit. All right, let's move on to, uh, didn't you watch the movie? Uh, tourist who made pr- pilgrimage to abandoned bus made famous by Into the Wild had to be rescued after running out of food. I mean, you st- Zach, did you see the movie Into the Wild? I did not see it, but I'm familiar with the concept of it. <laughs> uh, it's actually a great movie, and it's, it's less about, uh, unfortunately, the main, I'm sure, I'm not spoiling this for you, am I? You know what? Uh, it's, the movie's been out long enough, Dave. It's out of it, it's past the spoiler alert um, window. Yeah, uh, 2007, I believe. Uh, and basically, this, this there's much more of it. It's a it's a character study. It's not about hiking, but eventually he tries it. Basically, just co- tries to go find himself, and he does this by just kind of like walking the earth in a sense and uh, going on these these trips and adventures. And one of them takes him to Alaska, and uh, he's out there, and it's it's this place near Denali National Park, I believe, where there's an abandoned bus. He made it across. This is in the winter, um, but uh, this was a trip he had planned on, on making. Problem was, it started to get to be springtime. The snow was thawing, and it was filling up the river. He couldn't cross it and basically ended up starving or either starving or poisoning himself or getting poisoned accidentally from stuff he was eating. Uh, but it was a really good movie. Now, people have used this as a sort of a pilgrimage to kind of replicate this thing. It's just very, very dangerous, you know? <laughs> yeah. What the hell? It's There's been a number of people who... Yeah, it's stupid. It's why would you go someplace that a guy historically like and famously died and starved to death? Like obviously he couldn't find, you know, enough food to stay alive, so do you really think you're going to have a better better odds? 
Yeah, and this time of year is very dangerous because, as I was saying, the snow thaws and fills up uh, this river, which is impossible to cross. And uh, this is a Daily Mail story. It says uh, this is a man um, from uh, Brazil. He says he joins a long list of hikers to the bus who have been rescued. And in February this year, five Italian tourists, one with frostbitten feet, <laughs> rescued <laughs> hiking to the site. Uh, two of the tracks have been fatal. Last summer, a woman from Belarus died after being swept away, swept away in the in the river on her return from the bus. In 2010, a woman from Switzerland also died in the river in the same incident. Uh, in March this year, uh, frustrated Denali bureau officials were voted to ask the state to remove the bus and uh, and rejected a bid from victims' relatives to build a large bridge across the river. Uh, they won't remove the bus, but they'll consider posting warning signs. <laughs> That's about it. Oh, we'll just put a sign up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't hike here. Well, fuck, I already hiked here. What do you mean? No, post, post a sign. My question is, how the hell did that bus get there in the first place? That's what I want to know. That's a great question. Uh, it was part of a, uh, a mining and construction operation. Oh, okay. Uh, from the, it is abandoned in the early 1960s. And funny, and the really interesting thing about this, because I'm thinking, yeah, I mean, so you got to cross the river. So, Maybe instead of instead of getting up to where you can cross the river, maybe you go just on the other side of the river. <laughs> but come to find out, when uh, these were roads, these were unpaved roads that apparently crossed the river themselves. There was no bridges or anything like that, so they must have make, been making these runs in the middle of the winter when when the river was frozen over. When you could okay. pass, them. so really dangerous stuff. I, I don't yeah. think. You need, I, I, how about this? Don't go outside in Alaska. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> just stay away. Yeah, one the if the if the weather doesn't kill you, the, the grizzly bears will. I mean, <laughs> didn't anyone see Grizzly Man? <laughs> yeah. Oh goodness, that was. I mean, guys with bears, right? That's oh, yeah. That's, it's bears are my friends until they're hungry and they eat you. <laughs> Don't get me wrong; I love bears. They are my they are my favorite animal. I yeah. I I've never seen a bear before, but that's kind of like my bucket list to see a bear like in the wild. Um, and like yeah, me either. But like, I'm not gonna go live with them. <laughs> What's more dangerous, tigers or bears? I'm thinking like Tiger King versus um, Grizzly Man. I guess it depends on what kind of bear. I guess in general, I'd probably say tigers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Black bears aren't that scary. I mean, you just got to kind of like yell at them and they're just like, they like run away from you apparently. But grizzly bears, like, what the fuck are you going to do against a grizzly bear? Oh, no. It's like the, <laughs> probably, like the most ferocious creature on the planet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm your friend. Yeah. <laughs> You're my friend until I decide I want to eat you. That documentary was so like he's like he's like sitting there recording himself on camera, and a bear walks over and he just like smacks it in the face, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> eat you, and it does. Oh goodness, Zach. Maybe our maybe our most contentious topic of the day is about the CARES Act and uh, something that a little quirk in the system where the unemployment insurance uh, the Congress passed a a passed additional funding that would boost in unemployment checks by as much as uh, $600 a week. Interesting thing there, and I didn't even know about this, um, is that you could potentially be making more unemployed than you do on your job. And it sparks an interesting debate. I mean, is that one, does that, does that mess up the incentives? Um, is, the, is the bill maybe doing the wrong thing? Maybe encouraging people to, I don't know, claim unemployment versus working? Yeah. Um, or is this just... Um, Maybe we should just be happy that we're giving these people a little extra during this during this difficult time. You know, it's yeah, give an inch, you take a mile. It's it's kind of like that episode <laughs> of uh, I don't know if you're an It's Always Sunny fan, but there was yeah. this episode where uh, 
Dennis and D, they like left the bar and went on unemployment. And they're like, holy shit, we're making more money on unemployment than we were making from the bar. <laughs> so they just like, no, don't come back to the bar and just sit there and, and collect unemployment. And they're yeah. like living life. It's so funny. But like, that's, that's what I think about. Um, in this but I don't think, I mean, this is comedic, right? I don't, th- I mean, how many people are really going to choose that? Because it only, this extra funding is only for four months. I mean, yeah. how, are we overblowing this? I think in general, people want to work, but a lot of people just can't, you know? Um, you know, I know like a lot of hospitals and nurses, they're like, you know, they're like kind of doing furloughs for some employees for certain, you know, areas and they're giving them the option. Like you can work in the COVID, you know, um, section if you want to. And people are like, no, I'm not going to work in the COVID section, you know, like things like that. Yeah. And the irony about hospitals is, um, you'd think they'd be overflowing, but in fact they're not. Yeah. Right. I mean, and I think, you know, most low paying jobs are kind of essential, right? Fast yeah. food, restaurants, you know, most of those like bus boys and things like that, like they're all still, well, not bus boys, I guess, but like, you know, fry no, I see. I understand your point. Cooks, I, mean, you know I, mean? I don't want to, yeah, 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 yeah. Like a I don't lot of single out professions are still out there, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess it's more of like, I guess janitors or things like that. That's the only thing I could think of that might not necessarily be working right now. That might not be considered essential unless you're a janitor at a hospital. Yeah, no, I, I understand that completely. It, it's point well taken. This is, this story comes from C, uh, CNBC. This is, of course, as we said, unemployment workers get more than hundred percent of their paycheck under the coronavirus bill. And this lists a couple of, uh, example here of uh, a break even wage. So in Pennsylvania, that number would be about $60,000 a year in annual salary. So, in other words, if you make up to $60,000 in Pennsylvania, you could potentially make more uh, if you were unemployed. And that number in Florida is about $45,000 a year. So basically anybody under those under those thresholds, you know, it does vary state to state, will see more in their checks if, if they happen to be uh, laid off or something. I say, I'm going to say, you know what? Let them have the extra money now for four yeah. months. That's what I'm. That's where I'm landing. I, I think. I think it's BS to question this. That that that's yeah. my final thought on that. Yeah. I. I yeah. I, I don't. I don't necessarily. I'm not going to be running out arguing about it. I don't see really the big the big deal. It's not that much. <laughs> you know, more than people are making. I'm more pissed off that I haven't got my stimulus check yet. Oh no. No. Every time I go into IRS and they get my payment payment status not available. Come on, man. Like, are you updated? Are, are you waiting on that paper check or your transfer? I think so because. Um, I owe, I always owe a lot of money every year in taxes. So, you know, I just do the option for mail in a paper check and then I wait till like, you know, the last day and I mail it in. Um, Oh, I see. So they don't have, and I also just submitted my taxes like April 3rd or something like that. So they probably just don't have my shit yet, but still, it's like every day I log in, I'm like, God damn it. Like, where is it? All my friends are on Facebook, like talking about getting their, uh, their money. I'm like, shit. Yeah. That, you know, paper checks, they said, could be as long as 20 weeks. So you could be oh, sitting man. here in late August, buddy. Yeah. And you're going to get out. it. It's going to have Donald Trump's signature on there. So you could I maybe just, just frame it. And not check it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like save it and not. Uh, that, that's the whole reason I'm doing paper check, honestly, because I want to get Donald Trump's signature. On that's it. <laughs> I, I opted for the check. Yeah, I opted for the <laughs> check on purpose. So like you got to wait 20 weeks. I'm like waiting 20 weeks for his signature is worth it. Roll out. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> oh, that is the best one. I love that one. Uh, okay, so we got we got just a couple more here, Zach, and we're getting to your to your favorite one. Uh, we're not quite there yet, but uh, this last second to last one here, Doctor Fauci. My second endorses, favorite. 
Huh? This is my second favorite. Oh, second favorite? <laughs> uh, Dr. Fauci, the now famous Dr. Fauci, endorses Tinder hookups if you're willing to take a risk. Uh, the... Uh, he says, you know, it's tough. Somebody asked him about, I like this question here. If you're swiping, if you're swiping on a dating app uh, like Tinder or Bumble or Grindr, you might match with someone that you think is hot. And you're just kind of like, well, maybe it's fine if this one stranger comes over. What do you say to that person? And he says, you know, it's tough. If you're willing to take a risk and, you know, everybody has their own tolerance for risks. <laughs> uh, but you can, you can figure out if you want to meet somebody. It's up to you. If you want to get a little bit more intimate, well, that's your choice regarding your risk. I wouldn't have expected this from our top uh, advisor on health policy, would you? <laughs> Oh, I would, Dave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, good for him for staying woke. You're goddamn right. Because, uh, <laughs> you know, I was looking up his quotes and he was, he mentioned Grindr in, uh, in his dating app. So, you know, good for him for, uh, com- for encouraging the uh, bi yeah. gay trans uh, community. Equal opportunity COVID track, uh, contractors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You want to go out there and get it on? Go for it, girl. Oh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't use these apps. So I'm not, I've never used them. So I don't really know how that, how they exactly work. I mean, I know about swiping left and right, but um, I'd be curious if you had heard if they were, if you know any single, if you've got any single friends, if they had said, if uh, maybe those apps had actually limited activity on them or if they you know, I'm, um, I'm not sure. Actually, I don't, I'm, I've never used one myself either. Uh, haven't needed to. Uh, but I've got a couple friends that are on like uh, plenty of fish and Tinder and stuff. I could reach out and ask them. I'm not sure though what, what kind of like things they're put in place. I remember a while ago there was a thing about Tinder that was suggesting like social distancing when you're meeting people. I'm like, how does that work? The whole point of Tinder is to meet up to like, you know, to get it in. Oh, yeah. yeah. But um, <laughs> so how are you going to do that social distancing? So I'm not sure what they're doing. I think with all the protests and everything now, they're like, you know what? <laughs> If you can go out and get next to each other to protest, you can go out and get next to each other to, you know, have fun. Well, isn't there, um, isn't there like one, I don't know if, if sect is the right word or one, one part of the Jewish religion where you got to wear the sheet and then you make the hole. So, <laughs> so maybe you gotta, it's, just, it's almost like that, that hair cutter with the umbrella. Uh, maybe everyone will, this will be our new method of uh, lovemaking in, in COVID-19. God damn right. <laughs> um, well, there, there's, what, what is the thing that the Mormon community does? Someone that's soaking where they just put it in, don't move, they don't kiss each other. They just like sit there and like, you know, okay, have fun. That, you know, maybe you could do that because that, uh, that won't spread it. Oh, I've never heard of that. That's uh, Oh, soaking? Look it up. Go have a soak. Oh, okay. yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our final story, the one you've been waiting so long for. Have we found Bigfoot? Now, this, now this, the, the cover story here is stranded kayaker looks like Bigfoot as he practicing social distancing, too. This is a, a man who, as a, a kayaker, takes social distancing to the next level. This comes from the New York PD Special Ops on Twitter. Uh, uh, NYPD Aviation found the uninjured male stranded on a remote island in Jamaica Bay, Queens. Missing for over 12 hours, and the male signaled help by starting a fire and spelling out help by using nearby sticks before being found. Now, if you watch this video, it really does look like Bigfoot. It does. It does. And I mean, it's mostly probably just because of the low quality. And I think it happened near Jamaica or something like that. I think I read in the article. Um, so I don't Jamaica think Bay, Queens. So this is basically New York City. Oh, Jamaica Bay, Queens. God, I'm an idiot. God. Um. <laughs> well, you know, what the BS here, why are there two Jamaicas? You know, why are we getting confused by this? Yeah, 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 right. Um, but okay, so maybe Bigfoot just went down to New York City a little bit and, you know, wanted to get some, uh, 
get some sushi or, you know, some, uh, <laughs> go down to Chinatown and get some egg rolls. I don't know, but, um, <laughs> I hope he's practicing social distancing or she could be a, she, I don't think we've determined the sex of Bigfoot yet. I don't think we have either. We assume it's a guy though. Right. But it can't just be one guy. So they got to have a family. Yeah. There's a big, hopefully the family is, you know, safe and practicing social distancing. How are we going to get the COVID-19 test to Bigfoot? Maybe that's why he's in the city. Maybe he's trying to get a COVID-19 <laughs> test. <laughs> he wants that antibody test. He's like, man, I've had a fever for like a week. <laughs> well, this is funny. I wonder what Bigfoot truthers think of this because, um, I mean, Arena, do you think they maybe, uh, if you watch the rest of the video, it's pretty clear it's a human being. This guy wearing shorts and a hoodie. Yeah. But, uh, you know, why would Bigfoot wave to a helicopter? <laughs> like, oh, shit. Help me. I'm finally revealing myself because I'm sick. What do you think of Bigfoot? Um, think it's I real? Know. I wish I had my dad on this call because my dad's obsessed with Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's real. For one, one year for my dad's birthday, I bought him like a Bigfoot like casing. Like somebody, somebody like found like Bigfoot's footprint and they like really? and like cemented it in. So like, yeah, he's got like an authentic like Bigfoot like casing of like, you know, whatever cement. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. There's just so much wilderness out there that's unexplored or, you know, like we, there's just so much wide forest and shit. Like he could be there somewhere and you know, no one's seen him. Maybe. I don't know. Do you think that was a real footprint or do you think someone made it with like someone just- definitely just made it themselves <laughs> modeling clay a hundred percent, but he's got a little certificate that says it's authentic. So who knows? <laughs> uh, so, so I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm pretty close to there with you. I'm basically, um, I'm a believer. I'm not going to say it's real, but I, I want it. I want Bigfoot to be real. I would, I would, I think it's possible, and I just think it'd be a really cool creature to actually find. I think if you were like, you know, if you had a gun to my head and I had to say, is it real or fake? I'd say it's fake, but yeah, <laughs> I want it to be real. Yeah, I think you would have came out by now at some point, but you know. Well, I mean, those woods in the in the Pacific Northwest and in Florida, they they call it like a like a swamp ape or a stink ape. Apparently, it well, it doesn't take showers or anything, so it smells really bad. <laughs> I don't know. Stink ape. All right, Zach. Great show, buddy. Great to talk to you about all this BS, the ridiculous, the absurd, and God, just all this bullshit. But we are here <laughs> to help you get through this stuff. I'd love to know what you think about the topics we talked about today. Go ahead and comment below and share anything that you come across also in the comment section. We will uh, keep our eye out for it and maybe bring it up on the show. Subscribe to this channel here on YouTube. And if you enjoyed it, we'd love it if you hit the like, but like button, Zach tells me we are, we're all, uh, all go on major podcast platforms. So if you don't want to watch us here on YouTube, you can subscribe that way and listen to us on, on the phone for Zach. I am Dave and I've had enough of this BS. You've been listening to the BS podcast with Dave and Zach, part of the informed American radio network. Please like and subscribe today in order to get fresh new weekly episodes. Please send us your BS stories to info at informedamerican.com. The world is hard enough. And now we got to deal with this balls. (laughs) 